It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Miller gets it going with First and Ten. This is where I run through the key injuries that you need to be aware of and apprised of for the noon kickoffs and, of course, all day long. The inactives usually roll in right around 1030, so this is always with the caveat. While I'm giving you the information that we have, the most up-to-date, just make sure that you're always confirming that they are active if we go through them today. Here we go. Mark Ingram sets to the right. Jackson wants to throw, has all day, going deep, down the middle of the field, looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30, leg race 20, and he's going to score. Hollywood Brown, his second touchdown on his second catch in the NFL. 83 yards, and the Ravens are on fire. All right, highlight there, courtesy of WBAL. Marquise Hollywood Brown already been ruled out for today's game. The, of course, big one there also is the fact that Lamar Jackson is on the passing end of that touchdown. And Lamar Jackson right now, per Adam Schefter and a source, is a true 50-50 game-time decision. He has an illness, non-COVID, but that obviously is huge. Lamar is a must-start quarterback for any fantasy football player out there. So if he's on your roster, you're going to have to wait it out and see if he's active. We will have all that information for you at 1030 when the inactives roll in. But right now, it sounds like there's a true possibility that he will not be the starter. And if that is indeed the case... I am a bit skittish about a lot of the Baltimore options. Don't know just how good I feel about using Mark Andrews or Rashad Bateman. If Lamar is active, I'm okay using him. But, um, you know, the running backs I think are still in play, especially if Lamar is out. Latavius Murray returns or should return today for them. And Devontae Freeman has been running really well. And now with Le'Veon Bell out of the mix that maybe frees up the opportunity to use those two primary running backs. So it makes them a little bit more appealing for fantasy purposes. On the other side of the ball... Fields throws! Got his guy! Allen Robinson down the sideline! And we'll see where they spot him out. On a third down and two, it's a pickup of 39. All right, and so this is probably... If anything, a relief more than anything because at this point, Allen Robinson listed as doubtful. doesn't look like he's going to be available for Justin Fields today. So with the season that Allen Robinson has had, this makes it pretty easy to go ahead and leave him on your bench. Even if for some reason he ends up being active, I think the fact that he's banged up is just all the more reason to go ahead and turn to other options at the receiving position. On to Dallas. Dallas spreads him out a bit. They fake the run. The pass is caught. Cooper off to the races for the touchdown. All right, so Amari Cooper has been ruled out not just for this week's game, but also for Thursday's Thanksgiving affair as he has been placed on the Cowboys' COVID-19 list. So Amari Cooper is not available today, which means that Michael Gallup, who just returned a few weeks ago, is looking like a very enticing play for fantasy purposes against a Kansas City Chiefs defense that is certainly, um, shall we say, gettable, if nothing else. And you know what? Uh, Tyler, let's, uh, let's go to the other aspect of that game and the Chiefs' returnee. This offensive line eat right now by Liddell. Mahomes, whoa, underhanded toss for the touchdown. Edwards, he and put it on the highlight reel. 
All right, so Clyde edwards Elaire has been removed from the injured reserve list. He is slated to come back for the Chiefs today, which makes him a viable option for most people because obviously we know running back in fantasy football is such a wasteland. It's so hard to find somebody productive. I will say I do think Daryl Williams has proven that he is at the very least on par with what edwards Elaire can do. I'm not feeling great about using edwards Elaire, but I understand the running back 11 11- a dilemma that most people have in fantasy football. So I can understand it. We'll talk through, I'm sure a lot of people considering him as an option. Don't feel great about using him today. Would like to kind of see how he plays before I put him in my lineup, but I understand. So we'll talk people through that today. Also, Daryl Williams, I'm not necessarily just removing him from the lineup. If you've been using him and relying on him, I'm sure the touches will come down a bit, but you saw him make a brilliant catch against the Raiders last week to go ahead and basically what, could have been an interception for Pat, Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. You saw Daryl Williams go up and make a hell of a catch. I think Daryl Williams has proven that he is, at this point in the NFL, Clyde edwards Hilaire's equal in terms of production. So I think Williams is somebody who you can continue to re- rely on and feel comfortable using, at least for this week. I think they're probably more likely to split touches than anything else. All right. To Philadelphia. What's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right, and that it's and it's coming through the ground, and the roots are growing out. And the only way the roots grow out every single day, and they grow stronger and they grow better, is if we all water, we all fertilize, we all do our part. Look at yourself first, and, and know if are you are you watering and are you fertilizing every day. Yes, that was way back in October when Nick Sirianni showed you his green thumb and made us wonder if he was a better gardener than head coach. But but the last three weeks, he's actually proven that he is a pretty good football coach, and that was without Miles Sanders, who is returning today. The question is, was it just coincidence that the Philadelphia Eagles running game all of a sudden took off the moment Miles Sanders had to leave due to injury, or... Is it, in fact, because Miles Sanders was removed from the running game and backs like Boston Scott and Jordan Howard maybe see the hole a little bit better, don't dance nearly as much, and just hit it and go? It's a fair question. Miles Sanders is going to be back today for the Eagles, so I don't think you can really feel good about using Boston Scott or Jordan Howard, certainly. Although, the way they've played, I wouldn't be surprised if they themselves see some touches. I don't love using Miles Sanders right now, but again, kind of like in that Clyde Edwards-Alaire situation, if you are desperate, I can see the argument. But honestly, I would kind of like to wait and see, if at all possible, on the usage of Miles Sanders before we go ahead and use him in our lineups. All right. we You know what? We can skip. Alvin Kamara is out again. We don't have to play that highlight, uh, Tyler, because we are short on time here in this first segment. I want to get to all the guys. Kamara out again. That is probably, I think, best for fantasy owners. You hate to lose him this week, but what you want is for him to get that knee healthy and ready to go. So with him out, that means Mark Ingram is viable yet again. Tony Jones is coming off of injured reserve. He will also be in the mix, although I think they will still continue to lean heavily on Mark Ingram. Maybe he won't see as many touches that he saw, as he saw last week, and, but I'm certainly not starting Tony Jones just yet. But uh, Kamara out yet again for the New Orleans Saints. On to the Niners' backfield. It is Mitchell pushing the pile. And he got in there. Touchdown 49ers, and they've taken the lead for the first time. 
Uh, it had to be against the Bears, huh, Tyler? You picked that highlight. Elijah Mitchell is going to – well, he's doubtful today. It doesn't look like he's going to play. He has not officially been ruled out for the 49ers, but all signs pointing to him being inactive today. Again, as I always throw out that caveat, make sure you check it, though, before you go ahead and make a move on it. But it looks like Elijah Mitchell will be inactive, which I think is good news for Jeff Wilson, who last week returned from injured reserve and was productive and actually – was out in the backfield for before Elijah Mitchell was. Now I don't know if that was a product of Mitchell being banged up himself. He's got he's had a shoulder injury. He's got a broken finger now. So he's had multiple injuries that he's been dealing with. I'm not sure if it's just the fact that because Mitchell was banged up, that's why Wilson got the first run with the first team. But Mitchell actually outsnapped Wilson last week. But I think the biggest surprise for a lot of fantasy owners out there is the reality that Debo Samuel was in the backfield a lot, a lot last week for the 49ers. Now, you're obviously starting Debo Samuel. He's proven that he is a dynamic playmaker when healthy, so he's in your lineup. But the fact that he received five carries and had 34 rushing yards last week and really did look like a beast in the back backfield, I'm not sure they're going to be moving away from that anytime soon, which is, you know, very disappointing for Elijah Mitchell owners, but I think makes it difficult to necessarily trust Jeff Wilson that he's going to go ahead and slot right in as a you know a one-for-one replacement for what Mitchell has done so far this year. I think if you're desperate, you can go ahead and use Wilson, assuming Mitchell is out, but I don't feel great about the fact that he's necessarily going to step in and give you the exact production that Mitchell was giving us prior to Debo Samuel being featured in the backfield last week. On to Monday night. So, A, B, whether or not he's vaccinated, we do not know. There's obviously the reports that he obtained a fake vaccination card. That obviously will be something we monitor throughout the season, although the Bucks have come out and said that they are aware of no discrepancies, so they believe him to be vaccinated. We shall see what happens with that. But more importantly, that injury, that foot injury that's been bothering him, that has had him in a walking boot, is going to keep him out yet again this Monday. So Antonio Brown will not be available for Tom Brady, although he does get back Rob Gronkowski, apparently. It looks like Gronk is going to be a go. So if you're in need of tight end help and you've been waiting out Gronk, it looks like he's going to be available for Brady on Monday night. Chris Godwin should be available as well. Uh, on the other side of the ball for the New York Giants, the big question is Saquon Barkley. Is he going to be back Listen, he's questionable. It's a Monday nighter. There are positive signs surrounding Saquon Barkley, and he's such a dynamic player, and running back, again, is is so difficult to fill. I can understand why you might wait it out. I think, hopefully, if you're a Barkley owner, you have Devontae Booker, and so maybe, just maybe, you can actually wait this one out. If you don't have Booker, though, and you're waiting on Saquon, all I can do is reading the tea leaves. It sounds like Barkley's going to play, but it's a Monday nighter, so it's going to be hard to commit to him if you don't have a backup option because a zero and an inactive, you know, an inactive uh, status for him is on the table because he has not officially been. Uh, we have not officially been told that he is back. All right, there are all the key injuries for today's slate of games and tomorrow as well. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776. Your call's next.